All right, the NFL schedule has come out. That means everyone is getting ready for the football season, and we are going to talk about that and so much more here this week on the JC and Bill Sportscast. But before we do that, we have to send out a huge thank you. And I mean huge. Because on our last episode, JC and I, we talked about how we would like to have up to 200 members on our Facebook group by the end of this year. Oh, did you guys crush that number in a heartbeat? <laughs> I'd say I'm impressed. I was very impressed. And there's a few people that I want to send shout outs to in thanking for, um, you know, getting all these people in. And the first one, as soon as I can find, there we go. Chino, Chino Garcia, big thank you. You came in and you brought a, a bunch of your friends over. Just thank you so much for bringing people in. Uh, let's see who else. Um, well, you, JC, you brought in some people. I'm going to bring in some people as well soon. Uh, I believe William Campfler is another new one. Yeah, I see him. He's been posting. It's good to see. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's see. Is there anybody else? Um, I, I, I think those are about it. If I, if I missed people that brought in new people, I apologize. But we have now made 200 members in our, or 200 people in our Facebook group. Yeah. So, so now the next goal is 300. But I don't know if we'll be going as fast as we did getting to 200. Yeah, we went on a, yeah that was amazing. Gino yeah. just went up there and said, all right, I'll invite everybody. And he did. Yeah, it was amazing. So thank you. Know, you. So the numbers just kept rocking and riding. It was like, wow. Yeah. Absolutely. So thank you guys. And, you know, we're just a fun little sports podcast group that mm -hmm. just has some fun and that's it, you know? Yeah. So thank you guys very much. Well, uh, we will talk about, we'll talk about the football schedule. We're going to save that towards the end because that's what you all want to hear us talk about. Um, but let's get into some other news. Um, start with baseball and well it's kind of been a little bit of quiet uh as of late although i think the big story right now has to be the potential relocation of the oakland athletics yeah i came out of nowhere didn't all of a sudden they're saying you know if we're not gonna get a new stadium you guys need to relocate it's, and mm -hmm. I know they've been talking about a new stadium in Oakland, and they said they want to do a baseball stadium because they can get more use of it than a football stadium. Mm -hmm. And now the gauntlet's been thrown down, saying, hey, get it done or we're moving. It's been an up-and-down story there for a while, and this week it really went up. So for those who are not aware, like JC said, the Oakland A's are looking to have a new ballpark in Oakland and the location I think is on like the wall the waterfront in Oakland yep. and 
and I read this, I read the report, so I, you know, I pretty much got most of my information for this. Uh, the A's were going to pay for the, for building the ballpark. They were going to build new hotels, new complexes, restaurants. You know, they were going to use their money, basically, to fund the building of everything. And then um, they're like, well, we need a little money, you know, from you guys, you know, the city of Oakland to help us. And the city's like, oh, uh, maybe, you know, maybe not as much. So Major League Baseball stepped in and they said to the A's, look, if you guys need to relocate, by all means, go ahead, relocate. And the A's have now, it's a combination really of the A's and Major League Baseball. They have put the pressure on the town council of Oakland, California, saying, yes. we need a decision before you go on your summer break, which is not until the end of July, to give us a decision on if you're going to help fund, help us fund, build a new ballpark or not. And if they say no, Oakland's gonna or the A's are gonna start looking to move for a third time. Yes, maybe Montreal will get a team now. There were a few. Montreal was one of the teams I saw on the list. Yes. Uh, Montreal was one. Nashville was one. Charlotte was one. Vancouver was one. I was a little surprised with Vancouver. I, I don't, yeah, I'd be a little surprised too. I I don't think Vancouver is a baseball town. I re, I don't think so. No. Well, uh, put it this way, right? Western mm-hmm. Canada is a baseball hotbed because we all go down to Seattle. We take over that right. city for three or four days. But for Vancouver to have their own baseball team, I just I can't see it. Yeah. Uh, Portland's another one, and I think the favorite, if this happens, is Las Vegas. Oh, poor Oakland, losing all their teams to Vegas. Yeah. I mean, all you had to do was put in a little money, and, you know, you could have kept the Raiders. But, you know, it didn't happen. They're gone. I think, but like you said, I think being able to build a ballpark, a baseball park, you know, a baseball stadium, and to maintain it is a lot easier than a football stadium. Yeah. And you get more, more out of it. You get more use out of it. Mm-hmm. You could, Cause they're talking about having concerts in there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's nice. there all year round. So a baseball state would make sense for them. They're going to put money in for Oakland. Yeah. And they have, the A's have three more years on their lease with the current stadium that they are in. So, yep. It's either going to be they stay committed, do the final three years, because I think the deal ends in 24. Yeah, I think so, too. With the current ballpark. Or you could say, you know what? You didn't give us what we wanted. We're going to go look for a new place. And as soon as we got a place, we're gone. Exactly. And you know who else needs to leave? Their dumpy little stadium? Tampa Tampa Bay. (laughs) You know, I, the only cool thing about Tampa Bay, 
is when you're watching a game, you know, because the Jays go down there and there's mm-hmm. a big thunderstorm and you can hear a rumbling outside. Mm-hmm. My God, is that thing ever a dump? I mean, they have D ring, B ring, C ring, A ring. If it hits this, it's a foul. If it hits that, it's a home run. If it hits this, it's a fair ball. It's like, what? Like, I, I just have to shake my head. <laughs> I, I, you know, ever since the whole talk of relocation, I've always thought if one of the two was going to move, either Oakland or Tampa, I would be betting money on Tampa. Because when you look at Florida, it is a spring training like destination. It is. Oh, yeah. It really is. But it's kind of like a lack of support from the fans for, gosh, almost 30 years now. And the only time they yeah. support them is when they're in the middle of a playoff run. But even then, the stadium's half full. Right. Come September. I mean, October, yeah, it's packed. But I mean, and I mean, and I talked to some Tampa Bay Ray fans, right? There, there are some Ray fans around. Mm-hmm. And they're like, just the location of it is bad, you know? So, and there is talk of them splitting half their season going to Montreal. Right. Which well, I think would be excellent. Just, then just move the freaking team to Montreal. You know, solve that problem. Because yeah. Montreal's getting a team. I, I would think. We, we all know Montreal's getting a team. And... Their mascot, Loopy or Whoopy or or Doopy or whatever his name is, will be coming back. Yeah, I think if they move to Montreal, they're going to retire the Rays name because there are no Rays yeah. in in Montreal. <laughs> no. Now the question becomes: Do they get the Expos back from the Washington Nationals? I don't see why not. Just just like the Jets got the the name back from the Coyotes, right? I'm. I don't. I don't see a or problem hockey. with that. Yeah, me neither. I think they have to be called the Expos. Mm-hmm. And I think they need to be in the same. I think they're going to end up being in the same division as Toronto. Oh yeah, they will. Right. They definitely. And I mean, will. it's going to be huge. Yeah. And then if they go to Seattle, I mean, that's twice the Canadian fans will be invading mm-hmm. Seattle. Mm-hmm. And just not a little invasion, Bill. It's like we're coming down. We're like locusts. Drink all your beer, eat all your food, watch you guys, watch the Jays beat on the Mariners because they've been terrible for so many years, and then we all leave. Or, <laughs> or, or right now what we're about to be dealing with, cicadas. Yes. But the difference is between locusts and cicadas, you know, locusts come, you know, so often, cicadas come every 17 years, so, yeah. <laughs> yes, they're like tent worms. Yeah. If you ever know what a tent worm is, they kind of come in bunches every seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of dumpster fires, the NL East and the Los Angeles Dodgers. After right. that epic, epic Padre series, they have fallen hard. I mean, they got. I think they got swept by the Cubs. They got beat by the Reds. They just, and they're just not even playing good baseball. I know they have a lot of injuries. May's gone for the year. Yeah. But was it that series that just took the whole window of everything? See, I think the Dodgers right now, they've got to be wondering what is going on because they were 13-3 and 
to start yeah. the season. 13 and 3. And we're like And they went yeah. And we're like, you know, and we're like this could be one of the greatest ball clubs of all time. They're going to win 100 plus games easily this year. And now they they're like 7 and 14 in the last 21 games. Yeah, since that Padre series when Tatis lit up Kershaw, when mm-hmm. Tatis lit up uh, Bauer, lit up May, like, you know. And, I mean, maybe it was – I mean, there was some reports saying, you know, it's a big energy series and it kind of takes the energy out when you go play other teams, but it they need to get back on track here. But it shouldn't take a month to get your energy back. Well, you, I know. Baseball's it, a funny sport. It is. It really is. And then, you know, you you put in the National League East. I, and again, you know, this is Regency bias, you know, or regional bias, however you want to call it. I don't think it's that bad because these teams are competitive. It's just right now, you know, you look at the National League, the Cardinals are doing a terrific job. Milwaukee, you know, they're doing good, and I'm not really sure how they're going to do without Christian Yelich for a while. So there's that. And then. Yeah, that's a big blow. It is. And then you mentioned the Dodgers and then the Padres, and let's not forget about the Giants. You know, they were. Everybody looked completely over them. It's like, oh, it's going to be the Dodgers and the Padres, Dodgers and the Padres. I know we're almost in the middle of May, but the Giants have a two-game lead over the Padres, have the best record in the National League right now, and are consistently winning with people that I don't think any people, many people, would know. Yeah, it's they've been a nice little story. I, I think the biggest surprise is going to be the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's just been phenomenal watching them play. I mean, they get their coach back, and things kind of change. And mm-hmm. Red, the Red Sox have always been a tough team to play against as it is. Whether they're good or bad, they'll always fight you. But they've been playing some really good baseball. Yeah. J.D. Martinez is back. He's ripping the ball. Bogarts, they get in the starting pitching. So we're going to see if they can keep it up. The Yankees are starting to roll. And Jays are right in the mix of it. Toronto's Tampa, right there. Yeah, Tampa's nineteen nineteen, and Baltimore sixteen and twenty one. Yeah, I mean, Baltimore, you know they they've been really good even in their defeats. They've been really good. Yeah. So, you know, maybe we were looking at the wrong Eastern Division when this season began. Maybe because I thought the NL East would be the. We knew the West was going to be Dodgers Padres. Well, which San Fran has kind of shocked us. Yeah. But we thought the NL East was going to be the one that was going to be. And it's, I mean, the Mets are playing well. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Braves are, they're playing the Jays right now and they've lost, they've lost all the games to the Jays. That kind of surprises me. I, I thought Atlanta was the superior team over Toronto. You know, they had, they have the better pitching by far, I, I think. And, you know, while and and while you know, you've kind of made me believe in the Toronto Blue Jays. You know, like this team's going to do something, and I, and I think they will. It's just I thought Atlanta would be a little bit better with the bats, but Toronto's just knocking the ball out. 
Yeah, and they got Hernandez back from COVID, and what a difference. Springer came back for Bay. He's back on the on the injured reserve, right? They don't call the disabled list anymore because it was politically rude. I never found it to be politically rude. No. And I work with some know, of the old, I, I work old, with kids with disabilities, and I never found yeah. it politically rude. So no, but I mean, you know, we're in a new age, so they have the injury reserve list, which Springer's on there. The Jays have lost the most man games this year for injuries. I mean, they had a pitcher warming up in the eighth inning, hurt himself. Like you can't make this up. Mm. They've lost starting pitching. They've lost. I mean. It's just like, and they just keep going. I mean, they're young, right? They're feisty, right? They still mm-hmm. have to go up against the Red Sox, against the Yankees, against the Rays, against, against the, the Orioles. Orioles. Yeah. You know, I mean, they've been playing a lot, but they've, you know, they took two out of four from Oakland, lost two to Houston, which Yankee fans, I am impressed. Bravo. Bravo. Yeah, that was I, amazing. I mean, I, mean I, I, I don't like the Yankees, but bravo, Yankee fans. Bravo. And and we called it on the show that if you're going, Houston's going to New York, you better be prepared to be booed. <laughs> and I think they got booed right out of the city. Probably got booed right out of the five boroughs. Oh, yeah. So, now, the ball is in the Los Angeles Dodgers corner. What are those fans going to do when Houston goes there? Oh, if if, if you thought what the Yankees did was bad. Wait till the Dodgers get their chance. I mean, if you saw some of the videos, I mean, someone had an inflatable garbage can, mm-hmm. and they, that got confiscated. There was just signs that were getting like, I mean, it was like, woo. <laughs> and then Houston's like, "Well, it's over now." No, no you're still no. coming back next year. Oh my god! And they're going to no. be harder with the full stadium. I've had this talk with my dad. Whenever, you know, we see, like, the Astros, like, score or talk about them. The people booing them will not end until all of them are retired. Yep. So this is going to be going on for at least the next 10 years. Oh, yeah. And then when, and... You, got, and then when you got little kids going to the ball game or, you know, going to the ballpark or watching on TV and they hear these boos and they ask you, why are they booing them? You have the right to explain what they did. Yes. And I think this is going to go on for the rest of the life of a Yankee fan when Houston always steps into that field. Mm. Will they forgive eventually? I don't know. Yankee fans are pretty tough. Uh, see, I, I, I th- it depends. It, it kind of depends. You know, like, I will... I will always say, to this day, the biggest jeering I have ever heard in my life, at a you know watching baseball, was the first time Mark Deshera came up to bat as a Yankee on opening day in Camden Yards when he could have gone to the Orioles. He was a hometown kid, goes to the Yankees, and he gets jeered so loud. That is a moment I have never forgotten. <laughs> and I like Texera. You know, great player. Man, it's, yeah. They were merciless that day. Oh, yeah, and fans don't forget. Man, no mercy. Now, I I think with Harper, it's kind of lining up here. I I know it has for me. 
Like, the first time around, cat- it's like, eh, all right, we'll boo them. And then, but, you know, it took some Nationals fans a while to get over it. So, yeah. and then, but I mean, you guys winning the World Series, I think, calmed all that. Well, he did without predict, Harper. He did predict in the press yeah. conference that he would bring a championship to DC, so he kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Harper, I like I like Harper. I, I do, mean, I I do too. I think he's a good player. He does have an ego. I I will say that, yeah. but he's a good player. And then he took that ball to the face. Oh man. You know, I, I did read that he did text the pitcher, and he was like, look, it's cool. I'm not mad at you. Yeah, it was a, it was an accident, yeah. right? I mean, he came yeah. up in the end. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, it's it's pitching. Now, what Hunter Strickland did to him a few years ago was BS. Yeah. And he and Harper had every right to throw his helmet and beat on him. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to another point that, obviously, we all watched. I know you watched it. Mm-hmm. The Washington Capitals, New York Rangers. Ooh, okay. Brawl. Good transition to and hockey. There, and there, but there's also been this debate now saying because people are saying, "Well, that's just thuggery. Guys are scrapping." I'm like, "Okay, so what's the difference between taking a 95 mile per hour ball that's intentionally thrown at you, taking a hit like Andy Dalton took last year, versus <laughs> guys who want to fight, who want to fight, who will, who are willing to fight?" All right. After the Tom Wilson incident. First off, you're bringing up one of my favorite moments of the recent Cowboys-Washington rivalry. So thank you very much. That just made me happy. Just remembering that. (laughs) The Red Rifle's down. Oh, and and I like Andy. I like Andy Dalton. I do. I really do. I think he's a good quarterback. But when you got on the silver and blue and the star on the side, I just like, no, until you're out. I will not like you. <laughs> and and how Dallas Cowboy was it that nobody, not one oh, person, that's the, went after? I remember DK Metcalf after Wilson got hammered went after the guy who hit him. Oh. Forget who it was that hit Wilson, and he was all over this guy, and they had mm-hmm. to calm him down. And, yeah, right. And we'll get to DK in his hundred meter sprint. Yeah, and you know, because like I, I was watching the game with my dad. And, you know, they were showing the sideline where he's talking to the offensive line. And, and that's the first time I've ever seen Andy Dalton get mad. And when he took that hit, which I still think to this day is a clean hit. I know I'm going to get disagreed upon. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think... and, and then, like you said, nobody, nobody came to defend this guy. And I felt yeah. so bad because I like Andy Dalton. I really do. We like the red rocket, the red rifle. Yeah. Just like I you like Dak, just like I like Dak Prescott. I, I like yeah. the guy. It's just a shame that he's in a jersey and uniform of a team that I can't stand. But yes. okay. And another dumpster fire called the NFC East. Yeah. Well it's gonna get <laughs> when we when we get to when we get to the schedule, I'm gonna tell you it's gonna get better. But Good. Uh with the Tom Wilson thing. <sighs> See, this is kinda tricky. This is kind of a tricky situation, and I'll tell you why it's tricky. Because you had a skirmish going on on the ice already, and you had, and, and I forget the guy's name, I do apologize, um, he was grabbing Wilson, and Wilson was grabbing him. 
Do I think Wilson, you know, kind of banging his head on the ice was the right thing to do? No, I don't. But you have to under... This is the thing. And, 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 and I think this is where if you are outside of the D.C. area or if you're outside of the Capitals fan zone, you think Tom Wilson is a thug, which, hey, I understand. He gets into yep. a lot of fights. He, you know, does all this. But he's been suspended a few times. Yeah, like five times, I think. Yeah. Five or six. But he's also a very good hockey player. He's not a guy who's a goon who's out there just to get the hits and, you know, get people taken out. He's not like that. It's not like what it was 40, 50 years ago where you got basically hired hitmen on ice, you know. Yeah. And, and then McSorley protecting Gretzky. Yeah. Semenko protecting Gretzky. Mm-hmm. And with Wilson, he's actually a skilled player. He's a very good player. Oh, yeah. He just has this reputation of getting into fights. The thing is, some of those fights are not started by him. It is started by other people who start these fights. So, do I... I, I, I'm fine with the fine. I I was fine with the fine. Um, Do I think he should have been suspended? Maybe? But I wouldn't have kicked him out of the league for what he did because there's been a lot worse stuff. And then to add on the next day, Sidney Crosby, well, pardon me, Cindy Crosby does the exact same thing to a Philadelphia Flyer player and only gets a two minute minor. Yeah, that's the Flyers. They deserve it. Yeah, but, but I know. No, I saw it. No, here's the thing. And, and and I'm this is this is my thing. Sidney Crosby is basically and I, and I, and you know what I'm, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use something that one of my nephews talked to me about yesterday. Sidney Crosby is the youngest kid in the family of the NHL. And what I mean by that is he does stuff and he gets away with it. He gets away with everything. Because that's what the youngest kid in the family does, is they'll do something and they'll get away with it. I'm a perfect example of that. I'm the youngest of four, and I got away with, you know, some stuff. Not all the time, but here, you know, Crosby does the exact same thing that Tom Wilson does. And because he's, oh, because he's Sidney Crosby, he can't be touched, you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It is. And we know we know the love you have for Sidney Crosby. Oh, yeah, real love. love. <laughs> a lot of love. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I, it is right, but I mean, at the same part, right? The hockey's the only sport where your stars aren't protected. That is true. Right? Basketball, protect your stars. Football, protect your stars. Baseball, Baseball protect, protect your, your stars. stars. Yeah. Hockey, your stars have to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. That is true. I mean, true. it's been... For years, I mean, Gordie Howe protected himself. I mean, I remember in a Canucks-Dallas series when Pavel Burry elbowed Shane Churler, one of the toughest guys in the league, because he had enough. Mm-hmm. Out, of the, out of the series. McDavid, probably the best hockey player you will ever see right now at the level he's performing, right? Yeah. Taking hacks and flashes every night. 
And eventually they get mad and eventually they're going to do something, right? Yeah. So Crosby's on a whole different level. I think he does whine quite a bit. Oh, my God. He's a freaking baby. Just get him. Get him. Get him his pacifier and bottle. Where Austin Matthews doesn't, where a lot of the other stars don't, right? But Exactly. I mean, but at the same time, you got to protect these guys. These are the guys that make you money in the league. But And then come playoff time, it's all out the door. Well, and the playoffs are right around the corner. Uh, they're pretty yeah. much... They're pretty much starting this weekend, even yes, though regular season hockey. Yeah, it's so weird because I was reading this as I was getting ready to record today. So the West finishes their season today, May thirteenth, as we're recording. Yep. Yep. The North finishes their season May the nineteenth. Yeah, and. Basically, all 16 teams have been decided. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's just, there's, like, I, I think it's the West that hasn't decided, like, the seeding. That's the only one. Yeah, it's still, I think they're up to grabs, and I think, isn't, isn't the East still, or is that all set? No, it's East set, because you've got set. Capitals, Boston. Yep, Capitals and Boston start Saturday night. And, and I think Penguins, Islanders, right? Yeah, that's going to be Sunday. That's going to be another good series. Um, I'm going to tell you, I would not be surprised if the Islanders beat Pittsburgh again. I really wouldn't be surprised. Islanders are a good hockey team. I would not be surprised. Oh, they're fun to watch. And yeah. I mean, this, this playoffs are going to be fun to definitely watch. I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. I think either Vegas or the odds come out of the West. Yeah. The East, I think the East is wide open. Yeah, I agree with that. I I definitely agree with that. I I think whoever wins, you know, that part is going to be so beaten up, so bruised that by the time they get to the semifinals and play whoever it is, because I really ha- have you seen what the bracket looks like? Because I have no idea how it's going to be structured. Yeah, I've kind of looked at it. So you'll have the North and the West. They're all in the Western Conference, right? So mm-hmm. so the winner of the North will go play the winner of the West. Right. So it could be the Leafs against the Avs, the Oilers against the Avs, or the Golden Knights. Right. I do think the North, whoever wins the North is going to be in for a shock. Yeah. Because you're going up against a really good Knights team or a really good Avs team. Yeah. In the West, you have the Lightning. Who are still the Stanley Cup champs, mm-hmm. right? You have you have the Capitals, you have the the Bruins. That's going to be a battle. That's going to be a fun Penguins. series, you know. So it's going to be put it this way, man. Hockey's going to be it's going to be fun to watch this come playoff time this weekend. I'll still be watching regular season Canuck hockey because they got a seed now for the draft mm-hmm. and TV obligations. But you're going to see. You're going to see a lot of players. You might see some prospects playing. Yeah. Right. You have to dress a certain amount of NHL players. But I mean, are you going to? And how good? How hard are you going to play? Now, pride's on the line. Jobs are on the line. Guys aren't going to give up. You know, I'm I'm looking at the you know at the potential second round matchups. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine Toronto and Edmonton in the second round? 
Oh, Matthews versus McDavid. Oh my lord, that's gonna be fun. And then the Central, Florida and Tampa, which could have been, you know, like the Central Division Championship. There, uh, that's a first round match. I think that's gonna go seven. I I think that and Washington and Boston, I think, are gonna go seven games. Yeah, those are the two that I'm pretty confident in saying. That will go seven games. And then you got Carolina, which is, I think, has has been a... Under, let's put Carolina has been an underrated team all year. Yeah. Right. I think they can make some noise in the playoffs. And they've got Nashville, and I, I don't see Nashville doing too well no. in that one. As they used to call them, Smashville kind of went yeah. to Dreadville now. Yeah. And then well, the West has yet to be decided. It'll be decided after today. So it's Vegas, Colorado, Minnesota, and St. Louis. St. Louis is the number four seed no matter what happens today. So they will yeah. probably get either Vegas or Colorado in that first round. So Yeah. Should be, be fun. Should be interesting. Yes. Now yes. before we get to football, because I know this is why we're recording today, because we want to talk about the schedule. I have to talk about what's happened with the Preakness and everything that's going yes, on. I was wondering when you're going to ask about the horse that that was drugged up. Oh man. Okay. So, as of this recording right now, May 13th, 2021, Medina Spirit, who won the Kentucky Derby, is still as of this moment the winner of the Kentucky Derby. They are doing a second blood test. This is the deal. They're doing a second drug test on his blood. Yeah. It basically comes to this. If the second test comes back negative, it's over. There's nothing to talk about. Medina Spirit has won the Kentucky Derby. If the test comes back positive, he is disqualified and the horse that finished second, which was Mandaloon, will be named the winner of the Kentucky Derby. And this has happened one other time in the history of the Kentucky Derby. Back in, mm-hmm. I think 1968 was the year that I saw. So, um, so the deal is, as of right now, Medina Spirit is in the Preakness Stakes. He is going to run it. If the second drug test comes back positive, I don't know if he will be allowed to run or not. I don't know. I can't see it happening. No. Bob Baffert is not going to be at Pimlico for the race this weekend. He has decided, no, I don't want to stir up the controversy any more than it already has. I'm not going. Yeah. Um... Here's okay. So what it is, what the 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 drug in question is, basically the steroid. It came from a cream, like like a like a, a lotion that you yeah. rub on horses. And Medina Spirit had two. It was like double the number of like what you're supposed to have on this horse. Yes. And 
I don't know how you mess that up. I just don't know how you mess that up. So I feel the question. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I feel bad for this horse because this horse, all he does, all he's trained to do, is run. He ran yep. the race. He won the race, and you know it's gonna maybe get taken away from him and you feel bad for this innocent animal because he didn't do anything wrong no that's my question does he know is he going to have an interview saying i don't realize what i put in my body i'm sorry about that i should have been better i should have read the directions better (laughs) wide long face (laughs) now 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 here's the other thing because i was reading last night because um, CBS Sports, they had uh, one of their uh, people who does, you know, like predictions for the big three races. The, the, the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness, and the Belmont. Yeah. And I'm reading this, and it's like... There, there's a sentence in there, and, I, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's being a little bit of a smart aleck, but he's like, I don't see this horse winning. He, I just don't think Medina Spirit has it in him after this controversy, you know, to win this race. And I'm like, it's a horse! It's a yeah. horse! He doesn't know any better. Exactly. He's going to run. Controversy makes good sports stories. Mm-hmm. And this one's this one's pretty big. Yeah, but like we said, it it is going to come down to the second drug test. If it yep. if it is negative, then the whole issue is over. If it comes yep. back positive, then wow. the horse is disqualified. And the horse that finished second will be declared the winner. And it's kind of weird that it'll happen in a three-year period where the winner will have been disqualified twice because of the first one two years ago, which I still call BS on because that horse did not, you know, he didn't do it intentionally. It was an accidental bump. I still call BS on that, and I will always call BS on that. Yeah. Now, does a horse get banned for two years, or does a trainer get banned? It would be the trainer. So, so the right horse now, can, can continue to run. As of right now, Bob Baffert is suspended from Churchill Downs. Um, yeah. He's gonna, you know, face or fight the the suspension. Uh, he's been in a lot of trouble this last year, like 13 of his horses have failed drug tests in the last year and a half, I think. So, yeah. So something is going wrong in the Baffert camp. And I don't know if it's Bob Baffert himself or if it's anybody that works with him. That's messing this up completely because no horse or no trainer should have 13 horses fail a drug test in a year and a half span. Yes. No, I agree. 
Fully agree. You got to get that crap out of there, right? Mm-hmm. It's not fair to the other horses who no. are racing, who are training, and the trainers, everybody else. It's not fair to anybody, right? Exactly. And in, in this case, the animal is innocent. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. So they need to they need to get this figured out. Someone's could, could be in trouble if it does come back positive, and you know, and I guess imagine there's a lot of people holding on to tickets right now, yeah. seeing if they're going to win or not. Right. Right for the betting. So. Before we get to football, yes, there's a story that broke this week. Pitcher's stolen prosthetic arm found at recycling factory facility. So there's a pitcher who was born out, who was born without a hand, mm-hmm. his left hand, mm-hmm. had his equipment in his hand, and all that into a backpack. Someone broke in, stole it, ended up in a recycling facility, all damaged and broken. Oh my god! So. He got it back, but it wasn't in good use. Uh, the hospital, one of the hospitals said that they will give him, a Minnesota area hospital said they would give him a new prosthetic device for free. So good on you guys for doing that. Yes. You know, and for the guy who stole it, Carmen will get you. I hope he burns in hell for that one. Yeah. The baseball gods and Karma will get you. You know, it's a disgusting act. If you saw it in there, you put it back to, you know what? Somebody needs this. Just like people who steal other people's wheelchairs or crutches or a van that's meant to help people get around. Mm -hmm. There is a special place for you guys. And karma will get you and karma's Mm going to get this guy. So I want to bring that up. And it's a, it ended up being a feel good story that he's going to get everything. He's going to get a new one for free. He's pitching. Mm -hmm. Right. So, because we all think of, of Jim Abbott. Yeah. When it comes down to that one, right? Mm-hmm. So, and baseball is a beautiful game. Anybody can play it. Yeah. You know, so it's good to see, glad to see the Minnesota area hospital doing what they're doing, helping out. So kudos on you guys. Shame on the guy who stole it. Yeah. Because right now, Minnesota is not in a very good position with all these murders yeah. and protests and you know, riots. And, going on. Yeah. So they need, they need a good story like that. Oh, the Blue Jays just tied it up. Nationals are up, I think, four to one right now on the Phillies. I think. Kind of weird that it's early baseball on today, isn't it? I don't mind. I I got the day off from work today. Well, because we me too. The schools the schools were closed because we're celebrating a, a Muslim holiday today. So I'm like, okay, oh. if it's a day off, I'll take the day off. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I was given the the day off after working night shift, so yeah, got that all cleared up and good to go. So watching a little bit of baseball. It's a perfect day. Perfect mm-hmm. day to roll into the football schedule. Yep. So, last night was the big, you know, reveal of the schedule for the 2021 season. Um, I know you and I, we talked um, privately, and we both felt very good about our team, our respective team's schedules for this year. Yes. Um. But I want to talk about week one to start it off, and then we can go around onto other weeks, you know, if you want. Um, week one is very fascinating, very fascinating. Um, so JC predicted correctly that Tampa Bay will start the season against Dallas. Yep. So uh, it was a no-brainer. Yeah. Right. It's. I mean, you're not going to have the Saints coming in there. You're not going to have any team from the AFC going in there. No, no. You need the Cowboys. Yeah. Right. Ratings are kind of down. You need to get the Cowboys in there. Yeah. So, 
The NFL got it right this year. Yeah, they did. And then your 1 o'clock games, some of them are interesting. The Jets at Carolina, so Sam Darnold going against his former team to start the season. That's a nice way to start it off. Um, Pittsburgh and Buffalo could be very interesting. Yes, they are my Super Bowl. They are my Super Bowl coming out of the AFC, the Bills. Even though they didn't get J.J. Watt. That's right. Even though they didn't get J.J. Watt. <laughs> Just and wanted I to told point this, that out. Yes. And, I I mean, you know, even a clock's right every every 12 hours, right? right. A broken clock's right. Yeah. But I will say one thing. If, if the Bills do win the Super Bowl, I will go through a table, Bill Mafia. All right. Um, Jacksonville. So Trevor Lawrence is probably going to start at Houston against the Texans to start his career. He'll go one and he'll go one and zero to start his career. Yeah, probably. and then he might go one, and, and then he might be one and sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> um, those are really oh, and L.A. and Washington. You know that's going to be an interesting battle with Justin Herbert and Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know to start the season there. So those are some interesting games. For the one o'clock yep. slate, and then your late games, you've got really good games on this one: Cleveland and Kansas City to start off the season. Yep. Denver and the Giants that that could be good. Green Bay and New Orleans if Rodgers is still with the Packers by the time we get to Week One, and Miami and New England. So you got some. Interesting games yep. on the late now, shift. You could have the Denver Broncos with Aaron Rodgers going up against the New York Giants. That is very possible, right? And it's and finally the league got another thing right, and not having the Broncos on prime time. Yes, they're finally saying, you know what, you're a terrible team. We're not giving you the because they're always on prime time. They always had they're always a doubleheader on Monday, mm-hmm. and they finally said, you know, you know what? And I think you need to reward teams. Who are good with primetime games. Yeah. And the Broncos didn't deserve it. And Elway, if Elway gets Rodgers, my head's going to explode because the guy who's a terrible GM lucked into this again. Yeah, one of the, Lucked in with Manning and now luck, could luck, luck, luck out with Rodgers. Yeah, one of the biggest D-bags walking the universe, John Elway. Yeah. And, I'm the, and the Broncos are my number one rival from the old AFC West. Right. So when they beat them in the Super Bowl, not only did they beat the Broncos, they beat a rival to Seattle in the Super Bowl. Not many teams can say that. Mm-hmm. You know. The Bronco fans don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> the night game for Sunday night, Chicago at the Rams, that should actually be a really good game there. Uh- and then the Monday night game to start off the season, Baltimore at the Raiders. Yes. Have you noticed that these the last two games are in brand new stadiums? Yes. They're going to have the fans there. Yep. Makes now, sense. the Raiders always play the Monday nighter. Because mm-hmm. you always have to see, and this is something I don't The Saints the last four or five years have played on Monday, yeah. the early game. Yeah. Vikings. Why wouldn't you? But the Saints-Packers, now again, maybe it's all dependent on Rodgers. But don't you think that would be a good Monday night game to I start? Would. And then the Raiders and the Ravens? Maybe, yeah. You know? 
let's see. Um, let's go. Let's skip a little bit. Let's go to week four, because that's a very interesting one for one particular game. Um, the Thursday night game is Jacksonville and Cincinnati. Uh, we don't really need to care about that one. Um, no. <laughs> uh, the early games. I'm I'm looking at the schedule here. Carolina and Dallas could be interesting. Detroit and Chicago, that's, you know, that's the black and blue division. So you expect a fight there. There's really nothing there to speak of on the early games. Your yeah. late your late games is the NFC West facing each other. Seattle, San Francisco, and Arizona at the Rams. Baltimore at Denver and Pittsburgh at Green Bay. Yes. So some pretty good games there. But the game that everyone will be probably watching that day in particular, Tom Brady returning to Foxborough to play the Patriots. That one is going to be fun to watch. And Tom Brady will have a chance to make... NFL history because by beating by beating what every team in the yes, NFL yes no one has ever done that so yeah why not no. why, why not it be Tom Brady that gets that record seriously yeah and then maybe Rogers will get it done too <laughs> maybe you know and then the Monday night game for week four is the Raiders at the Chargers so another divisional game Right there. Um, let's see. Let's pick another week here. Um, no, that's oh week twelve. Okay, I want to get to week twelve because the Thanksgiving games, unless these teams are really good, feels kind of meh to me this year. Okay. So you got Chicago, Detroit for like the eighty seventh year in a row. I know that's not yes. real, but that that is one of the games. The Raiders at the Cowboys. That that could be good. Could be. I think it'll be a good game. Yeah. And the night game there, Buffalo at New Orleans, which again, that could be good. Mm-hmm. That could be good if it goes the right way. Yes, and Aaron Rodgers could be behind the Saints. That's quarterback. It's possible. Nothing is set in stone. Yep. Uh, the Sunday after Thanksgiving, uh, Philadelphia and the Giants play. I want to say that's the first game between the two of them. Let me double check to be sure. Because that is a game my dad and I, we agreed a long time ago that when the schedule came out, that first game with the Philly or with the Eagles and the Giants was going to be one circled on our calendar, and it is the first time that they are going to play each other that year or this year is on November twenty eighth. Yeah, so that's going to be like the big game right there to watch. That yes, day. but there's um, a bigger game coming up in that week. Oh yes, there is, and we'll get to that in a moment. Uh. Let's see, anything else good on the early route? Yeah, nothing. Look, no. The afternoon game, um, 
the Rams and the Packers. That should be a really good one. If if Rodgers is behind center for Green Bay. This is all based on where Rodgers is going. This, this, that's the title of this week's episode. If Aaron Rodgers is behind center for. Yeah. <laughs> these games will be good. If he's yes. not behind, these games will be bad. Yes. Uh, also, the Chargers against the Broncos and Minnesota against San Francisco. The Sunday night game, Cleveland at Baltimore. That That's going to be a good game. I think so. But then we got Monday night. Oh, what a doozy that's going to be. Seattle yep. comes back to Washington. The scene of the crime from last year. Uh, we're going to be ready this year. Yeah, we're going to take it downtown. <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> no, that the should front be... Front four is good for Washington. Mm-hmm. They have, they have Fitz Magic, don't they? Yeah, they do. So, you know. That should be a really good game. That really should. Yeah, the Monday Nighter. Yeah. I will be booking Tuesday off. <laughs> uh, let's see. Is there is there a week that maybe we missed that we should talk about? Yeah, kind of looking through stuff now. I mean, you got... Uh, you got I mean, you get to the end of the the regular season right where you'll have like the division games yeah division games I mean, there's a lot of intriguing games mm-hmm. uh you have what's what do you have for boxing day because boxing day is on a sunday do they what? have any christmas games what oh christmas games yes thank you uh there are two games on christmas day uh cleveland against green bay it will be good. Let's say it together, everybody. If, if Aaron if Rodgers, Rodgers is behind is center. center. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Indianapolis and Arizona, those are your games on Christmas Day. Yep. Okay. That one could be an interesting game. Both of those could be good. Yep. Um, the Thursday night game is San Francisco at Tennessee. That That one might be good, actually. I think it will be a good one. Yeah, so 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 far we've got three games that look good. Uh then on Boxing Day is round two of the Giants and Eagles. So we got that to look forward to. Yep. Um Tampa at Carolina uh, I don't know, Tampa Carolina, uh, maybe could be interesting. I mean Carolina is loaded up on defense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh Buffalo, New England. That'll be that'll be good. That could be for the division. That could. By by that point, it could. Right? Because mm-hmm. I mean the Patriots have loaded up. They've made some pretty interesting deals. Yeah. And Buffalo's Buffalo. Yeah. And that could be for the division. It, it very well could. You're absolutely right. Uh late games, Seattle will be hosting Chicago. That that actually might be a good game there. Denver yep. at Vegas and Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Ooh, Ooh what a yeah. game. And then you got Washington at Dallas Cowboys. on Sunday night, which that game could be for the division. Yes. And then your Monday night yeah. game is Miami and New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, what a letdown, mate. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
what I mean? Miami could be a good team. They're they're a team that we never know about. That is true. I mean, they almost made the playoffs last year. Yeah. But it's like, man, you give us all these good games, and then what a downer for Monday night. (laughs) Yes. Um... So yeah, boxing is going to be pretty fun. Yeah, there's no games on New Year's or New Year's Day this right. year. No games on New Year's Day. There's um, New Year's Eve or the day after New Year's. Right. Well, th- yeah, that's when the games will be January second. Um, that schedule, early games there. Philadelphia, Washington, could be for the division right there. Yep. That's probably the big one there. Um. Giants are at Chicago. Tampa will destroy the Jets. Carolina, New Orleans, that could be an interesting one to keep an eye out for. Yeah. Um, Miami, Tennessee. That Who knows? That game could be for a wild card spot by that point. Uh, the late games that week, Houston at San Francisco. Eh. Denver at the Chargers, that's usually pretty good. Detroit at Seattle and the Rams at Baltimore. That one could be a good game. Yeah, that really could. Sunday night game is Minnesota at Green Bay and the Monday again, night... again if Rogers is under center. center. <laughs> <laughs> and the Monday night game, and boy, they really picked a good one to be the last Monday night game of this season. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Yes, and that could be for a division. That. That one, I, yeah. That really you could. Know. That really, really could. And then week 18 um, is our division games. One of them will be the Sunday night game. We don't know which one. We'll, we'll know by the 2nd or 3rd of January. Um, I think it'd be Washington. I think it'd be the Washington Giants will flex that game for the NFC yeah. championship. East Championship that I, night. I agree. I I think that's what it will be. I I agree. Um, because I'm looking at the rest of this. Let me see. Tampa will have probably clinched by that point. Uh, whoever wins the North will probably clinch by that point in the NFC. The West. Uh, maybe will have been clinched by that point. I think all the divisions in the AFC will have been clinched by that point. I mean, you might have Niners, Rams. Yeah. Right, Seahawks, Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, there's some intriguing matches there, but I think it'd be Giants, Redskins. Yep. Very possible. For the NFC East champion. And I, like I said earlier, I think the NFC East is going to be a better division this year. I'm not saying it's going to be the best division but I think it will be a much better division than it was last year. And I, you know, like I was looking at that schedule. I just felt so confident in Washington after looking at it last night, thinking they could get to the playoffs with that schedule. The way it's set up, they really could. It is, and I think the NFC North, I think only one team comes out because mm-hmm. you're going up against the NFC West. And Detroit's not going to make no noise. No. Vikings, 
Yeah, they're they, a weird they team, can, right? They can if they can get their offense right. Yeah. Yeah. Green um, Bay, if Rodgers is there, I mean, if he's gone. If if Rodgers is there, Green Bay will be the favorite. But yeah. keep an eye out on Chicago. Yes. And then, because I, I agree with you. I don't see a wild card team coming from the north. I, I agree with you there. Um, I think you might, you might see two wild card teams from the NFC West. Yeah, that's very possible. And it's kind of the you same know. with the with the AFC North. You know, it's possible that they could get one team in, and say two from the AFC East. That is very possible. Yep. I think it's going to be a very intriguing season this year. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, I mean, there's not that one team who you'd be worried about, right? I mean. Who would dominate? I think it's going to be a lot of even playing field. I mean, you always get that team that takes off and has a hard start, but yeah, there is really no standout alone. I mean, the box, I guess, for winning it. Yeah, I mean, and the Chiefs. Yeah, on on paper, Tampa is the favorite, but just because they are the favorite doesn't mean they're going to win it again. It's nice. It is a good move that they're re-signing all these players back, but yep. everybody has seen what they've done, and they're going to change everything up to put the pressure yep. on Tampa, and they may not be as good as they were last year. I'm not, I don't know. As long as you get hot in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If you get hot at the right time, you know. Even the AFC West is going to be a tough division this year. You know, I would, and and I know we're, what are we, three, four months away from the start of the season. I would keep my eye out on the Raiders. I really would this year. Not saying yep, they're going to win think, the division, but I they got a shot, I think, to sneak in. If, if they yeah, get the chance. They'll put up a fight. Yes. I think the Chargers could put up a fight. And obviously you got the Chiefs, but we'll, we're going to see what happens with the Chiefs coming in after getting absolutely destroyed in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Right? They haven't fixed their offensive line. No. Right? They know the game plan. You make Mahomes run. Run for his life. Yeah. And so it's not a given that the AFC West, I mean, you know, I mean, the Broncos, I'm thinking that they're going to be fourth anyways. Yeah. But I mean, division games are tough, right? You're going into that mile-high stadium. Mm-hmm. With the fans, you know, so I think it'll be a good division to watch. But again, I mean, I don't really see any team that could take off that yeah. stands out. That's very true. You know, in this year, because usually you have a couple of teams that, yeah, this is a team that's going to win their division by a country mile. Mm-hmm. Now it might be by a, by a country inch. Yeah, maybe. I want to I want to end this week's episode on a very strange note. And I like and I put this in our Facebook group before we started the show this week. I don't think I've ever heard of this happening in college sports. So, one of the teams that made the NCAA tournament this year in the men's side was Hartford. First mm-hmm. time 
first time, you know, they ever made the tournament. And at one point, they were leading against the team that eventually ended up becoming the national champions in Baylor. Yep. Well, they're not going to be a Division One school anymore. Yeah, that is weird. Or a Division Two. They're going to be a Division Three school. Or at least that's what it is as of right now. So I'll read a little bit of this article, and then I want your thoughts on this. It was maybe an hour after his team lost in the 2021 NCAA tournament when Hartford coach John Gallagher received the call that would send his program's future into chaos. A school administrator delivered the news as Gallagher was packing his suitcase in his hotel room. Hartford's president and the university's board of regents were mulling a move to Division Three. The school has discreetly been exploring such a move for a year, if not longer. Nobody informed the head basketball coach. Gallagher told CBS Sports, quote, It shocked me. Gallagher sat on the bed and failed to understand. His Hawks, fresh off qualifying for their first NCAA tournament, a team that two hours earlier held a first-half lead against top-seeded Baylor, were now on borrowed time. Rare is the case when a school seeks to leave Division One for Division Three, and my research uncovered not one instance of it happening immediately after a team competed in the NCAA tournament. Gallagher spent the ensuing six weeks pushing against the current as best as he could, but it was fate accompli. On May 6th, Hartford's Board of Regents voted in favor of dropping down to Division Three. Hartford is a tiny America East school tucked away in Connecticut, one without a lot of success in its 37-year Division I history. Yet its vote has prompted criticism and curiosity across college sports. It has also sparked an on-campus protest. In April, Scott Van Pelt's Sports Center show dedicated a segment to critiquing the then-impending move bringing notoriety to University President Gregory Woodward, who, though, or who, through dogged local reporting, was revealed to be working this situation with underhanded duplicity. Woodward could not be reached for comment by CBS Sports. Okay. Before I get your thoughts, here's what I'm thinking. I've seen some teams go down to like Division Two. Uh, there was even a college football program that went down to Division One AA, which is not uncommon. Yeah. And I've seen programs bump up, say like from Division Three to Division Two or Division Two to Division One. Your school made the NCAA tournament had a lead on the eventual national champions, and you want to move them to Division Three? It's nothing against Division Three, but let's just think about this. Yeah, those poor kids. Oh. I mean, what, are you going to think you're going to dominate Division Three? <laughs> You've given up that bad? I mean, I would be embarrassed. I'd be embarrassed if I was an alumni for Hartford. Embarrassed. There's nothing to 
Like, I mean, it. I don't understand why. All right. Is it the money issue? They they didn't say. It was never right, cause the guy, said. Because the guy's chart. Because the guy's dodging all the calls. Because he's scared. Um. You know what? Let me pull up who else is in the America East Conference. Just so everyone knows who they could be running away from. Uh, soon. Okay, here we go. Okay, we have Albany. Me. Binghamton. Me. Uh, Maine. Me. UMBC, that's the school that upset Virginia when they were the one seed. Ma- Massachusetts Lowell. Ooh. Maybe they're scared of them. Yeah, really. The University of New Hampshire. <sighs> the New Jersey Institute of Technology. You know what? I'd be scared of the technology nerds. <laughs> uh, Stony Brook. Stony Brook. Have they ever made the NCAA tournament? Uh, that's a good question. I'll, I'll look it up after the show. And Vermont. Huh. So you're going to... So really, be... there's no big... Yeah. Yeah. There's still big names. Yeah. You're going to leave to go Div 3 to play the, the preschool college of... New Jersey and <laughs> the environmentalist tree hugging loving university of say, I don't know, Waterloo. Yeah. And, and they're going to be joining or they're going to be going against teams from the Allegheny mountain collegiate conference. There's gotta be something up with this and the coast to coast athletic conference. And the, wow. and the President's Athletic Conference. Oh, I'm so scared. Yeah, like, uh, unbelievable. So does that mean that it's just a basketball program or the whole, all their programs are all going to do three? Them. Yeah, because you can't be, you can't have a Div 1 football team and you can't have a Div 3 basketball team, right? right? See, and I don't even know if Hartford has, does the league even have, I don't think the, the league has a football division. I don't think so either. Let me let me look it up real quick. This is such riveting programming, folks. <laughs> okay, this is okay. They have basketball, baseball, cross country, field hockey, lacrosse, soccer, softball, swimming, track and field, and volleyball. Ah, you know what it is. It was a cross country team <laughs> that decided we can't compete against Stony Brook. We need to go down to three. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You know, when when the uh, when that Binghamton field hockey team came out, that's when Hartford was like, forget it. We don't want to be here anymore. Wow. Oh, my God. Speaking of college sports. Yes. Did you check out that, uh, I forget her name, but that lady that struck out 27 batters? No, I did not do this. 
know if I could find it or not on the internet. You might have better luck finding it on the internet. But yeah, there was a lady that I think struck out 27 batters to throw a perfect game. Sweet. And fastball is a tough sport to play. I played it. Oh, you mean softball? Yeah, that is hard. Yeah, softball, fastball, sorry, yeah. So yeah, that is softball hard. for the women, fastball for us men, right? So no, that that's a hard. Uh, let me let me see. There we go. Maybe this is it. Uh, all I've got is from April of this year. Would that have been? I think so. I think it was April. Yeah, I, I think that's it. Hope Tratween. Yeah. And she struck out every batter. For a perfect game. For Yep, North Texas. I'm, that is a great... That is that is an accomplishment that will never be done. She'd get my vote for the ESPY. <laughs> yep. Oh, I, I agree. Because, you know... The game of the year. The performance of the year. Because, you know, that's a that's a real award. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but us at the JC and Bill Show, say congratulations yes. for that performance. In all seriousness, congratulations. That is an accomplishment. Yes. You know. And, I mean, it's, that's awesome. Yeah. To do what you did there. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's tough. you got to throw it, right? And, I mean, yeah. Softball is a tough sport. It is. When I played in the States for a bit... For some uh, modified, we were playing against. There's women that were playing NCAA Div Two ball, and man, they could play ball. Like, it was phenomenal. Great competition. Yeah, and I love it. Right, so it's you know, love baseball. It's put it amazing. that way. It's an amazing feat. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you saw that. Uh, oh, it was there was a, a video on Facebook. From Moneyball, where this big catcher who was scared to run doubles hits a home run, slides back in the first, and the guy pat on the back and said, look up, and he hit a home run. Yeah. You know, Barton Cologne hits a home run in Padre, in Petco, I think, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, it is, it's such a great game. Stop tinkering the rules. Yeah. I don't know. I do get the I do get the extra runner at the end of the game. You don't want games to drag on anymore. Hockey did it. Football's changed their overtime, right? Mm-hmm. Basketball, they do what five minute overtime periods. So or quarters. So baseball had to do something. As much as we love watching a twenty two inning fall game. It does make for an interesting having a runner at second. But then all those rules go away come playoff time. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. regular season's one thing. So. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up on that note for today. <laughs> um, talking about that is, that's a heck of a feat. That really is. Yes. Um, you can join our Facebook group. It is the JC and Bill Sportscast. You type that in the search bar on Facebook and you're right there. And if you can't find us, it's okay. I put the link in the description of each and every episode so you guys can just copy the link, paste it, bada bing, bada boom, you're good to go. Yep. 
Thank oh. you guys for joining again. Yes. Invite all your friends. We might have a new goal to reach here. Maybe. You never know. And uh, hopefully next time we won't be talking about horses on juice and all that stuff. No. <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys. I still want... Oh, go I ahead. still want to hear the interview from the horse. Right. Well, I'll you know, try. We'll, we'll, I want to we'll hear his explanation. We'll try to work on that. <laughs> all right. Talk to you all later. Have a good one.